Welcome to a summary episode of Perfectly Good Podcast. The only podcast on the internet is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. Today we are doing a summary episode. As I said, we are reviewing the D's. And joining me as always in the letter D and all the other alphabets, Sylvan Groth. How are you doing, Sylvan? I'm doing wonderful, Jesse. An- another letter down. It is both with pride and a little bit of sadness as we make our way through the alphabet. But every once in a while, I think, oh, this is going so fast. We've already been doing this over a year. We've already done four whole letters. Oh, it's going to be so sad when it's over. But w- we've got so much ahead of us. And uh, I am so excited to share this journey. And I'm so glad that when we agreed to this, you assured me that if we were going to start, we were going to finish. So absolutely. And I, I, what I love is we've already talked about in a little bit season two, you've already got a tab on our spreadsheet of unofficial unreleased songs to talk about. And then we'll debate on, cause what JB and Rob did is they didn't change their list. When Bruce put out a new album, they just added that to season two. Like that way we don't have to go back. And I said, yeah, that probably makes sense. And they said, even if it we had not gotten to that letter in the alphabet, we said, no, that'll be season two. We can talk about that. So we'll see what goes on. But yes, if he yeah. does an album of all W songs, we just may throw that them would in. really be, be very convenient us. for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we are wrapping up. This episode is brought to you by the letter D. Uh, <laughs> I think we both have some just the facts. So let's go ahead and I have a few, you have a few. So why don't you share a little bit of just the facts of letter D? Sure. So just the facts I gathered, the letter D included 17 songs covering 10 albums, ranging from 1975's Overcoats to 2011's Dirty Jeans and Mudslide Hymns. We also had a very rare Best Of, only released on the compilation album song on there. Our average rating rounded to two digits. Jesse, you were 2.88. I was 2.52. I continue my reputation as the green-eyed meanie. However, to look a little deeper at that statistic, we agreed on nine of the 17 songs. Jesse, you ranked higher on seven, and I ranked higher once. So I wasn't always the meanie, and we are always within a point of each other. So we, we can argue all we want, but obviously we're both fans, and we, I believe, are using this scale as it was intended, that there are some one star songs. In fact, there were two one star songs in the letter D and one five star song. We also had three wonderful guests in this letter. 
And I was so excited. They were all my guests, which I was going to get a little huffy about, but then I realized that before the letter D, all of the guests were yours. So I guess I can't really say that you haven't been pulling your weight. I've just recently started to catch up. Yeah. Um, So again, as a reminder, our guests were my mom, Judy Smith for Drive South and two musicians who I love, J.P. Goldman and Pratik. And we certainly hope that everyone who listened went ahead and checked out them. And yeah, I think that covers my Just the Facts. What do you got? Yeah, I I, first off, I want to say that if you as we're this is very timey-wimey as we're recording this because we wanted to wait till we'd done all the Ds before we recorded this. So I'm not sure the order. I think last week is going to be when we had critique. But whenever that was, if you missed it, go back. This guy, first off, great stories. But he got under the hood and talked so much about song writing mechanics that was so not dry just it was just fascinating to see how the sausage was made and what we subconsciously feel that he's saying this is what we're trying to do i thought that was truly and i love all our guests mike elliott was amazing jake is always going to have a soft spate in our heart but if I had to put down a five-star guest, they'd all be five stars, but this was something pretty special, don't you think? As I said, Pratik, I have been such a fan of since he uh, jumped on a stage unexpectedly at a Wizard Rock concert, and I am very proud to be one of the people spreading his gospel. So mm-hmm. it means so much to me that you, Jesse, have had that reaction to him. I certainly hope others who have listened to the episode went ahead yeah. and, and heard more of his music. And yeah, he's a very special guy all around. And I have said that my dream bill would be to see Pratik open for John. But I unfortunately don't have all the power to make that happen. Yeah. But I I will continue to encourage him to tour around the New England area. And goodness knows, maybe we can get him down your way. That'd be awesome. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, so a couple other notes I looked at. I thought this was interesting. We started talking in August and we ended in November. So we have gone through the heat of the summer to now then where Sylvan is wearing a sweater every time we talk. Yes, (laughs) and praying that I don't lose electricity because of an ice storm, which we are getting tonight in Vermont. Yes. This is the letter that has had the most songs so far. So far, I thought that was very interesting. I will let people speculate, but I today pulled up the spreadsheet and counted through a pivot table the number of songs for each letter. There's actually, we have one letter that is not represented at all. We have a couple letters that only have one song. And there, this is not the most songs. There is another letter. It has the most, and there's other songs that are right under it. I think that was pretty interesting. We are really showing our geek cred by mentioning pivot tables. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so yes. much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, is Q the letter without a? Yes, there is no okay. Q. Yes. I thought maybe. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you did not mention, but our guest averaged a 4.0, which yeah. makes sense because they would ask to be on a song that they have a special feeling about. Right. Yes. And it's actually funny that JP Goldman was the exception to that because I was just so excited. I was like, I I don't care. You have to come on whatever the next song. And we all agreed that was the middle song for Doll Hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, we're doing a huge range of, as you talked about, the years separating. Mm -hmm. I am a little surprised we didn't go anything past 2011. Yeah, that was a little surprising, but... Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, I would have bet money that Little Village was the CD or release that had the most songs. And I would have said not even close. And that's actually not true. (laughs) That. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Both Little Village and Dirty Jeans had four songs each. Yep. Yeah. I, I wonder. I suggested, or at least took a wild guess, that the prevalence of D's for Little Village was them all working on committee, and once one person said a do or a don't, then the others all just started spitballing off that. Yeah. One can't have that kind of explanation for Dirty Jeans and Mudslide Him, so yeah. maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe there was something magic in the air. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 
I also did a, as we talked about pivot tables, I took our averages and mm -hmm. rounded to up. So I made this, and as you said, we only had one five-star song. On average, three, four, three threes, six twos, four ones. That is not a bell curve. <laughs> no, but you know it's not bad. It's respectable. Yeah, I think so. And I do think that shows that we are trying to, and I'm repeating what you said, but I thought it was worth repeating. We are trying to do this with a loving heart and a critical eye and holding John's music to a high standard. I do think there are, you're always kind, but I think there are one-star songs that I go, yeah, this is this is a one-star song, no matter who's doing it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know you always say that all Bruce song, uh, all of John's songs are there, but I think that's interesting that we're not trying to sugarcoat and discuss this with everything he does is great because it one that's not the way art works, and two, it gives you this little more of a little more perspective. So I think that's really good. Is, as we go through this, I did not see anything that made me, I reviewed my review, my things, don't know if you did, but was there anything you looked at that you said, hmm, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, did, did you I did want look to it over with that thought in mind. And there's nothing I want to change. There are some that I, if I had been sitting down when you first proposed this project and thought about how I would rate songs, maybe some I was surprised at where I ended up after actually sitting down with the song. But I, I think that is also the magic of this project and why I'm so grateful for it because it's really allowing me to dig deep. And if someone had suggested to me, oh, you're going to dig deeper into some John Hyatt songs than you ever had before, I would have laughed in their face because it's no, I already yeah. dig deep. But yeah, it's been a different experience just spending a couple of weeks preparation listening to the same song over and over again, searching out all those covers, both the ones that have been professionally recorded and those that are being put up on YouTube. That for me has also been just such a gift of this podcast is I have heard so many musicians that I never would have found before because even though I love John and anytime I see someone covering John, I'm going to listen to it. I haven't combed with as fine a tool as I have in preparation for this. So that's been great. Yeah, I agree. That's another, I agree. That's been a gift. The idea of seeing and in the diversity, sometimes mm -hmm. they're all pretty straightforward covers that just mm -hmm. are, but other times they've been very different. I love the amount of female artists that we've mm -hmm. been able to explore. I think that is amazing. And it shows again, when we talk about it, when I mention John Hyatt to someone, I will say, oh, I don't know who he is. He's known more as a songwriter. And I think that it shows the depth of his songwriting 
that so many people love to not just the quote unquote hits, but the songs that they go. The other thing I wanted to mention, Sylvan, I was recording another podcast with a writer and he is, you don't have to eat your peas is the book he wrote, Dave K. I'm not thinking of Dave's last name, but he talked about that lyrics was what it meant to him. Lyrics are what speaks to him. And he says, sometimes it could be a song that only has one brilliant lyric in it, but it is so brilliant, it helps raise the song. And I was going to talk to you. I'd love your thoughts on this because I said, we haven't specifically said this, but I, I was telling him about, we rated these songs. And I says, even there's sometimes when it's a one star song, if we had said, but this lyric is a five star lyric or a four star lyric. So I think that might explain the one opportunity or one song that I rated higher than you, which was down around my place. Yeah. Because I cannot get past that line about the kids sitting around the table bitching about no cable. (laughs) It just, it sticks me every time. And there's that line. And then the one that there's always the last one who is in a hurry who's to slam the door in the next one's face. It's not my favorite song, but I love those lines. And it is funny that it's not a song that I feel particularly works well as a whole. It is a collage of thoughts, which might be the whole purpose. And maybe again, sometimes we talk about these and it's maybe we're just not getting it. Or maybe Craig Ferguson had a great line whenever he was talking about pop culture in a way that he didn't relate the way that the majority of the populace did that he's it's okay. It's not for me. And maybe some of these songs are not for Sylvan or Jesse, whether that is because thankfully neither of us have done a 12 step program or I don't have children. You've raised a family, but maybe not in the same circumstances that John has. I don't know. Just saying that I think some songs hit a universal chord much more resonantly than some other songs, which are really just specific in a way. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And the, like I rated the song with the Beach Boy reference. Like Mm -hmm. I gave it an extra point because they mentioned Sloop John B and Sail on Sailor, right? I'm like, I'm giving this a whole nother point because if you call out the Beach Boys, I'm going to give you that love. And we have talked, I just, I was really glad he brought that up because it, and I think I may do that going forward, is call out a specific line that says, this may not be a four-star song, but this is a lyric that is. And I think one of the things interesting about us, some of the older stuff that we've looked at this time, that we'll see little gems of what, of John's potential. And I think that's that may be a little presumptuous and egotistical for me to say, but it you see that, oh, I see this here. And you sometimes wonder, 
if he went back and explored that same themes, and sometimes he does, what would a mature John do with that kind of story? Yeah, I, I that is a really interesting way to look at things. And I also have appreciated the fact that this is forcing us to really shuffle the deck in terms of chronology. Yes. I often would play his whole discography in chronological order, but it's very rare that I would jump from 2011 down to 1975 up to 1988 and back around again. That has been interesting seeing him develop in terms of the way he tells a story, the stories that he wants to tell. And yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that he has matured a lot and he's talked about that a lot in interviews that he used to spend a lot of time worrying about being clever or being funny or having some kind of twist. And then somewhere along the lines, he decided that what he wanted to get at was something much more truthful and authentic than just coming up with a, a clever saying. He's still so freaking funny and clever all the time. Right. But I do think that he's not as like showy about it or like he's not the kid class clowning. He's yeah. that guy that you just want to sit and talk to because he's hilarious and heartfelt and everything. Yeah. It, I also think, and I'm not alone in this, like M night Shalaman six cents was such a huge hit with the surprise and now right. that he's the director that has surprise twists ending. in his yeah. movies and i don't know i i just quit trying to do that and just make a good movie so i i think that is i think that's interesting the other song is you talked about how much that song meant to you uh, bruce's all that heaven will allow Take a Drink is one of my favorite songs because there was a guy talking about having cancer and he loved that song because of the lyric about some men want to die young man gloriously. Now get it straight, mister. That's not me. I want all the time that heaven will allow. And I remembered when I was, I had colon cancer. That was a that meant something to me. The idea, I want all the time that heaven will allow. And it's a love song, but it, the song became something else for me because of the personal nature of it. I did want to spend a few minutes talking about it as we've, I really want to share the great being grateful heart for the nice community we've started building on social networks and through, it, it means a lot that there are, it was funny, as we're recording this, Sunday night, we went and saw Winona Judd for the second time. And she was wonderful. She was really great. It was practically the same set list, but it was a totally different show. She told different stories. And uh, I do want to be a little bit of an editor. There were... People were standing up and people behind him were like, sit down. And I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. guys, I understand they should read the crowd. And if everyone's sitting, they should probably sit. But yelling at them to sit doesn't help anyone. And the people next to Chris, uh, next to Linda, did not stop talking. 
And I even looked over there and I went, and he looked like, why are you doing? And, and I just like, why are you spending money to go to a show and then talk? I say that every time that happens to me at a show, it's, you can chit chat anywhere. Not only did you spend the money here, but have some respect for the other people who did not pay to hear you. And when you go to a club and it's not about the musician, it's about the scene or the drinking or whatever. I don't like club shows, but anytime you're in a music hall kind of thing, I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Soapbox. uh, Yes. No, (laughs) I was on that soapbox too. And I was like, come on guys, just, and I, I blame part of it on COVID. I Mm. think people got used to talking while they were watching TV or concerts via streaming. And then they forget that, oh, I'm in a movie theater. I should probably not talk or I'm in a music instrument. Or just in general, we forgot some of our social graces. Or they may just be little jerks. So (laughs) yeah. So coming up, we've got E is only two songs, right? Yeah. So maybe we'll skip a wrap up or just tack it along the second song. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do is just, we talked about this and I said, let's just, we'll add E and F together and we'll do a uh-huh. sum up of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, anything else we need to cover? Just once again, thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to our wonderful guests. Thank you to everyone who checked out our musical guests afterward. And thank you to everyone for being so kind to my mommy. Yes. And yeah, just... If you're hearing this and you're thinking about, oh, I know someone who might not know about John Hyatt, but has a similar musical vibe, go ahead and ask them if they would join us. I think Mm -hmm. we've proven that we can make room and we can have someone come on, even if it's not they're particularly passionate about John or a particular song that makes for sometimes an even better conversation. So please do spread the word. Please don't be shy. I have attempted to get some more people on and they're just like, no, I I can't listen to my voice on recording or whatever. Fair. I respect that. Yeah. But spread the word. The third chair is always open. We do have some spots reserved, but we've got some really good songs coming up. As of right now, we do not have a third person for Feels Like Rain. There has got to be someone who has a strong feeling about that song. Yeah, absolutely. of course, that's just one example of some that are coming up. Yeah, and so the reason I was telling the Winona story and I got on a sidetrack is because I didn't work, Sunday night or and I slept on Monday I didn't post our song the way I normally do in the John Hyatt Facebook and they we got a very polite hey are you not posting anymore I'm like no that's just me I'm getting there so that was very sweet that someone noticed we didn't post that that made me smile yeah and I commented that we don't want to monopolize the conversation here unfortunately we are still in a little bit of a dry spell with uh, concert dates and new music coming from John as he heals but if they're willing to listen to us we're definitely happy to keep posting (laughs) Absolutely. As always, on our Facebook page, there is a link to the spreadsheet that has the songs 
what roughly date we're going to record them. We do normally record on Wednesday nights. If that is a bad night for you and there is a better night for you to join us, don't let that stop you with enough notice. Sylvan and I both can adjust to have Absolutely. someone in the third chair. There, I think you fixed the form, right? There was a form so someone could reach out to us. And so you I did... hope so. I have tested it. So okay, uh, if anyone done... does have problem and you can also just shoot us a, a Facebook message, either one of us or note on the Facebook page or just send an email to perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And if they want to reach you on, we're trying to stay on Twitter, aka X, and try to raise the, mm -hmm. there's some good in there. If they want to reach you, how can they, Sylvan? I'm Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter, and I am Sylvan Groth on Facebook. And as we said, we're all over the John Hyatt fan Absolutely. page. The chances that you might be listening to this podcast and not on the John Hyatt fan page are probably a little bit. Yeah. Hey, if you're not, go ahead and join. It's a lovely group. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. I, I love that we do. It's a great a group of people that just love John and love his music. And there is there is none of the kind of grumpiness that are in some social media groups. The moderators do a great job of keeping this a safe, warm environment just to appreciate good music. Thank you guys for the support. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter. As always, you can hear me talk music on Set Lusting Bruce. And I've got some fun ones coming up. If you are a community fan or a Doctor Who fan, as I'm recording this, which is we're the week of Thanksgiving, so this will come out in a week or two. I just dropped an episode with Travis Ritchie, who is Inspector Space Time on Community. And he was an absolutely wonderful guest. He was a blast. A uh, lot of great stories about being behind scenes on Community, talking about the web series he's done. And he has a brand new horror book out about a vampire who's looking for love in all the wrong places <laughs> like excellent christmas gifts so yes. yes and you are perhaps too modest to do this but i will also go ahead and plug that jesse has a patreon page that helps support his podcast including the one that you're listening to now i am a proud patreon supporter of set lusting bruce and that's also a great podcast yeah thank you so much i appreciate it yes what's fun on patreon is I give you guys the unedited video and when every once in a while, when we have a really good discussion, in fact, I put up our, with pre-kid, I, I was like, okay, you guys got to watch this. This guy is so good. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Listeners, thank you so much for supporting us and being there for us. We are excited to hit letter E and F and G and H and all the others. <laughs> Sylvan, thanks for being my partner. Thank you, Jesse. I'm so glad to be on this journey with you. Absolutely. All right. So I think we're going to end with have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the court of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 